0: In today's class, you will learn how to get grant funding, free money, for your business. Hey, hey, what is going on all my fellow and future millionaires? Welcome to another episode of the Millionaire University Podcast, the only university where you will graduate rich, not broke. In today's episode, we have a masterclass taught by Danielle Desir Corbett on how to get grant funding for your business. Something that's really hit me recently as I've been working and talking to a lot of you through email and some of you even on the podcast is just having a little bit of startup money, a little bit of startup capital could really take you a long way. Now, don't get me wrong. You can absolutely start a business with little to no money. And there are lots of different ways that you can get that money up front or sell something up front or figure out an investor, a little small investor or a partner or something like that. But I felt like understanding just a little bit more about grant funding and how you can go about possibly getting a grant could be one extra tool to put in your tool belt that could possibly help you get that traction you need to grow your business and take you where you want to get. Now, I wanna point something out, and this might be obvious, but just in case, I wanna make sure that it's super apparent. Whenever you're listening to a podcast or watching a YouTube video, reading a blog, or learning something from someone, it could be a book. Anytime you're learning, anytime you're consuming content if you pay close attention you're actually learning two things at once you're learning the actual thing that the person is teaching you that you're hearing from their voice or reading in the book or blog but you're also learning how they're growing an audience how they're running their business how they're making money you see, just a couple of years ago, Danielle was actually a grant administrator, but she was able to use her expertise and knowledge in this field to create another stream of income that allowed her to quit her job and start a newsletter that she has a free part, portion of and also has a portion that she charges for. and so. Talking about that, teaching that, teaching her expertise, something that she enjoys and understands, along with talking about a few other things that she's passionate and excited about, has allowed her to quit her job and start a business doing this full time. So while I wanted her to come on today and talk about how you can get grant funding for your business, I also just thought her overall story of how she has turned her knowledge into a business of her own was pretty awesome. So that's just something else to keep in mind as you're listening in on this masterclass. Well, let's get to it already. How to get grant funding for your business. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one, the only Danielle Disser
1: (laughs) Corbett. Thanks for tuning in to today's masterclass, all on how to find grants and fund your business. My name is Danielle Dazir Corbett. I am the founder of the Substack newsletter called Grant for Creators, where my team and I scour the web and use all of our researching skills to find different grant opportunities and funding sources for creators, founders, and small business owners. And a little bit of background about me, I am a former grant manager turned creative entrepreneur. Pretty much my role was to help physicians researchers and these research teams find funding for their projects and help them with their applications and also manage their funds if those grants were funded i absolutely loved my job as a grant manager and a grant administrator and it's really cool and unique that i get to translate those skills and now help creators and small business owners do the same or similarly personally i am a four times funded creator i've won four grants for my podcast the thought card podcast which is an affordable luxury travel and personal finance podcast so overall i am all in on grants not only finding them for folks but also applying for them myself as a creator and small business owner. In this masterclass, we're gonna talk about what is a grant, how they work, including the advantages and disadvantages, and we'll wrap up with how to assess funding opportunities, how to find them, and some tips and strategies best practices. With that being said, I talk to all different types of creators and small business owners, and I hear quite a few misconceptions that I want to tackle today. First misconception is that only nonprofits can receive grants, and this is absolutely not true. Yes, there are a lot of grants for nonprofit entities, but I want you to know that there are a lot of grants for for for-profit companies and founders and businesses as well. I've seen grants also funding ideas. So you don't necessarily have to be a formal LLC or formal corporation to get this funding. All you have to do sometimes is to have an incredible, innovative, impactful idea. So myth number one, nope, you don't have to be a nonprofit to receive grant funding. Also, I hear a lot of misconceptions that, oh my gosh, I have to have an LLC set up as a business entity to be eligible for small business grants. And while there are some grants that are going to ask you to have a formal setup, there are a lot of funding opportunities that support side hustles. And simply just having an incredible idea, like I mentioned. So it really just depends on the funding opportunity, but don't be limited by, okay, I don't have a LLC set up or I don't have something official. I'm not eligible for small biz grants. That is absolutely not true. And then another myth that I see a lot is that, oh, I can just simply use Google to search for funding. And yes, you can use Google, but here's why Google is probably not the best research tool. Number one, there are a lot of expired opportunities when you search through Google. So you're going to spend a lot of time and you might be even getting excited that you found funding opportunities, but Sadly and unfortunately, they've already expired. And sometimes these grants have expired years and years and years ago, but they're still coming up on Google. So Google has a lot of outdated opportunities. So it's not my first go-to When it comes to finding funding sources, don't worry, I will break down how to find funding very soon. Also, a lot of these queries, when you look into Google and you're looking through Google, you're gonna find a lot of grant recipient announcements, meaning, hey, we are so happy to announce that these 10 people, these 10 businesses have been funded. And similar to the expired grants, this is not really helpful for us because we're looking for new open submissions. So this could be a waste of time also be aware that some funding opportunities have location specific requirements meaning that you have to be located in the specific county in the state or even in the country and as you're just looking for grants over and over and over again you're going to see the same opportunities which can be very frustrating so yes You can use Google to search for grants, but it's not my go-to because there's just a lot of wasted time. With that being said, let's talk about what a grant is. So a grant is a one-time cash injection that can help support the growth of your project, your program, or your business. Unlike a loan, you do not have to pay grants back and there's no credit requirement or no credit checks. What I love about grant funding is that there's also no equity requirement, meaning that you do not have to give up an ownership of your company or a percentage of your company in order to receive this funding. A lot of people say that grants is quote unquote free money and yes, but also no because there are strings attached, meaning that there may be spending restrictions, meaning that you cannot spend the grant funds on everything you want, but only on maybe a particular set of spending categories. There may also be reporting requirements where perhaps on a quarterly basis or at the end, of the funding period you are expected and required to submit a report to break down how you spent the funds. There may even be uh, requirements like submitting your receipts for reimbursement. So there's just a lot of strings attached to grants and it's really important for you to look at each grant individually to see not only what are the eligibility requirements but also what is expected of you as the uh, acceptee or the awardee of this opportunity. Some other cons when it comes to grants is these strict eligibility requirements. A lot of times these grant funders are looking for a particular type of business or a particular type of individual, and they will list out exactly who they're looking for. So make sure you're reviewing these eligibility requirements to make sure that you qualify because that's an easy way to get your application thrown out and a waste of time if you're applying for opportunities that you don't actually fit for. Also grants are quite competitive. There are lots of businesses and lots of individuals competing for the same pot of money. There's recent studies that have come out that said said something to the extent of that 1 in 10 grants that you apply to will get funded. So that's a 10% chance of funding. So the odds of winning is quite low, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you shouldn't apply. All right. Lastly, there is no certain renewal. As I mentioned, this is a one-time cash injection. So this is not necessarily a sustainable business model where you can say, I'm gonna depend on this grant year after year after year. A lot of times it's for one year or it's a one time cash injection that you have in your business, which can help you grow, but you have to continue looking for other funding sources as well. So that's really the pros and cons. And despite all of these cons and some of these strings attached, I still find it as a great opportunity to put myself out there to see if I'm able to win grant funding. And as I mentioned, as a result of applying to grants, I've been able to win four to support my creative business as a podcaster. Now, there are two different types of grants. There are the government grants, which typically come from the federal government, from state bodies, the city, the county, or the mayor office. And then there are also private grants, which come from... Foundations, associations, corporations. A lot of our favorite companies out there have grant opportunities like Tito's Vodka or Capital One Bank or even uh, Amos Cookies. Like there's just so many opportunities coming from these large corporations. Dove, um, M&M's had a grant recently as well. So just be on the lookout for these corporations who have pots of money and they do these special types of grants maybe once a year or even several times a year. Also be on the lookout for individuals like me and you who are generously giving out funds to support initiatives and projects that they really want to put money behind and really want to amplify. So I would say my specialty and the types of grants that I am really excited about are in this private sector. I found that Grants that are given from private entities typically are a lot shorter, meaning that there are less application questions and the turnaround time is a lot faster to know if you are a winner. And overall, I just found it a lot easier to go after. Again, that's the private grants, and that's what I focus in on for grants for creators and the kind of grants that I go for. In addition to the actual cash that you receive from these different grants, I also want you to be aware of things like mentorship, workshops, or pro bono services that may be attached to these grants. You also have networking opportunities. There may be ability for you to Go and work at an office space. There may be travel or lodging and airfare to go to different types of conferences. So yes, grants are amazing for this cash to help you to fund your business, but there are also amazing additional bonus perks like all the things I mentioned before that can be really advantageous and really beneficial. As an example, last year, I submitted to a ton of applications and although I didn't win any financial grants, I did win an opportunity where I was granted a free trademark, which cost thousands of dollars. So I was able to work with an attorney and we submitted a trademark and I didn't have to pay anything. So that was like really incredible. In that bundle, I also got to work with a brand strategist for three months and also a graphic designer who was helping me to create graphics that really pull all the pieces of my brand together. That bundle would have cost thousands and thousands of dollars on its own if I was DIYing it. But winning this bundle really helped to put me in a better position to market my business and to grow my business. So go after the grants that have funding, but if you see something that catches your eye that doesn't have a dollar attached to it, but has some of these things like the mentorship or these pro bono services, definitely consider going after them as well. So let's talk about where to find grants. My favorite way to find grants is more passive. What I do is whenever I see a funding opportunity that I'm interested in, I immediately sign up for their newsletter because when the next round of funding comes out, I will be the first to know because they typically send out newsletters before they post on social or, you know, put out a website page or something like that. So my biggest recommendation is to, whenever you find something that is interesting, sign up for their newsletter. This way you are now attracting opportunities to you in your inbox. So all you have to do is on a regular basis is look through those newsletter blasts and see if there's anything interesting that you can go for. Depending on your industry, For example, I'm in a few industries. I'm in the podcasting industry. I'm in the writer industry. I'm in the travel industry. I'm also in the personal finance industry. So what I recommend to do is to sign up for all of these newsletters, all of these industry newsletters. So you will be the first to know. When there is an announcement or something interesting or funding opportunity that is coming out, these industry newsletters will pick it up and share that story. You can also look at search databases and I'll share with you a few in a moment. But what I want you to know about databases and why I typically don't go for them is because each database is different. Each requires different inputs. You have to kind of learn the layout and it can be quite time consuming, but I just wanted to mention that. So, you know that there are databases out there that can help you to group and find different types of opportunities you're looking for. Now, A lesser known way, it's less tangible I would say, but it's really effective, is to ask and share opportunities with your friends. Meaning, tell your friends, tell your colleagues and your peers in your industry that if they see anything, any funding opportunities, any grants, to let you know and think of you so that you are one of the first people they have in mind when they see something that may be interesting. And then vice versa, also being open to sharing what you find with others. A lot of the grants that I'm able to find is from a friend of a friend of a friend or a follower or a listener of my podcast who was like, hey, Danielle, I saw this opportunity and I immediately thought about you. So I would just say to think of being abundant, share what you find, and also ask your colleagues and friends to also share to share what they find with you as well. Now let's talk about some really popular websites just to get you started with who is funding and who has great resources so you can be in the know. So some popular websites specifically for women entrepreneurs include Hello Alice, iFundWomen, EnrichHer, and Amber Grants. These are all popular websites that provide funding that support women primarily. Also, if you're more into the databases, you can look at places like grants.gov, grantwatch.com, Opportunity Desk is really great for international opportunities, funded, and also instrumental for nonprofits. Now, as I mentioned, with all of these, if they have a newsletter, make sure you sign up so you again are the first to know when there is something interesting on the horizon. Now, lastly, I want to leave you with some tips for assessing opportunities and also best practices for your submissions. When you're reviewing a Potential application that you want to go for, there are a couple things I really want you to pay attention to. Number one, the purpose of the award. Why is this grantor, this funder, putting aside this money to support this initiative? And as you're reading this purpose of the award, you really want to ask yourself do you fit into that description? Are you meeting the eligibility requirements? So looking at who is this award for? Who are they looking to support? Am I a good fit for this? Is one of the things to really look at as you're assessing an opportunity. Once you see that, okay, this sounds like an award that I could potentially put my hat into, you wanna look at the deadlines. You wanna be able to see, okay, is this something that I could realistically go for? Are these deadlines due in a week? At the end of this week? In a month, two months from now? And do I have the time and the capacity and space to apply? I will say that i found that grant applications can take anywhere from one to three hours, depending on how difficult the application is. And if you have like boilerplate templates or language that you can pull from. So even though I have an extensive archive of different responses that I've used over the years, it still can take me upwards of one to three hours to submit each application. So as I am looking at each application, I'm looking at the deadlines, I'm looking at the funding amount. Is this worth it? Me spending three hours on a $500 grant may not be worth it, but it may be worth it for spending on a $50,000 grant or even a $5,000 grant. So you have to really assess and, and really be strategic about the opportunities you go for because they are time consuming to apply for and it has to make sense to you financially, the time allotted and what you're gonna be really spending your time on, which is the submission process. Also, let's talk about these application best practices. I kind of alluded to it, but I definitely recommend having a Google doc or Word doc that you craft all of your responses in. If you've ever applied to something and for some reason your, your computer freezes or you lose power and you have all your answers on the application form, Anything could happen and you could lose all of your data. So instead, I always recommend for you to craft your responses in a Google Doc or a Word doc, which saves automatically, and then copy and paste those responses when you're done into the actual application form. Really have all these responses in a master file. And in addition to having the responses, I also recommend putting the date that you worked on this and also the application. As well, because there's been times where I've won a grant and I'm like, okay, this is a winning submission, but I can't find exactly what I wrote because it's in this master document that's not labeled really clearly and really well. So overall, I recommend using Google Docs or Word document as your master file. And for each question, you want to put the date of that response that you worked on, and then also the actual grant so you remember, okay, if I won this grant in the future, I can use this again. As I mentioned, it can take anywhere between one to three hours to work on each application, so you wanna set aside time on your calendar to work on this. Grant applications are professional documents, so we really wanna make sure We are putting our best foot forward and we're doing as much as we can to be clear, concise, and professional. The last thing I'll say is that if there is a question that asks you to share your video or share a video and it says optional, more than likely it is not optional. This is something that I learned from a grant writer. Here's why. Because the video really allows you to share your enthusiasm, your excitement, your passion, and your expertise. And there are people who are going to skip the video and not have this extra space to advocate for themselves. And there are gonna be a subset of people who are gonna actually do the video, share the video, and that helps you to stand out. So whenever you see an application that says, video optional, remember, it's not optional. Go the extra mile do the video, and again, advocate for your business. We covered so many different topics today in this masterclass, but I want to leave you with some important, important things to keep in mind. Number one, that there are money-making opportunities all around you. One of the biggest hiccups that I see that creators and also business owners struggle with is not applying for funding opportunities because they don't see the word exam, for example, like podcast on there or author on there. Really start to broaden your horizon and look at funding opportunities holistically and opt in if it makes sense. So instead of looking for, okay, I'm a podcaster, I'm only looking for podcasting grants, you wanna say to yourself, okay, I'm actually a business owner as well in addition to being a podcaster, in addition to being a writer or or a blogger. And I am worthy of funding just like everyone else and any other brick and mortar. So with that really abundant mindset, you're gonna realize and notice that there's so many more opportunities available to you than what you had originally thought of. As I started winning grants myself, I just started keeping an open mind, and applying for more things than that I originally thought I could have. And I actually won. So this is some encouraging words for you to really, again, look beyond your craft and to start to think of yourself as a legitimate business who is worthy of grant funding. And again, you never know. You never know what lies beyond that door. Apply. Now, that is all that I have for you today. I hope you found this masterclass helpful, informative, and is inspiring you to think outside of the box, to fund your ideas, fund your business, and take whatever you're working on to the next level. I encourage you to connect with me over at grantsforcreators.com. Again, that's grantsforcreators.com, my monthly newsletter where I share grants and other types of funding opportunities for US-based creators and small business owners. We do all of the research for you so you can save time finding relevant funding opportunities and spend more time on crafting great responses to your applications, and doing what you love. You'll be amongst 3,000, almost 800 subscribers. So you'll be in great company. And I can't wait to see you inside of the newsletter and for you to see what we're finding every single month. Again, my name is Danielle Desir Corbett. I invite you to connect with me on Instagram. I'm over at the Danielle Desir and also I'm on Twitter as well at the thought card I talk a lot about grants I talk a lot about travel traveling with the baby so I'd love to connect with you and let me know via either dms or just you know ping me and let me know what you got out of this session thank you again to Justin and the entire team for having me on this episode
0: Give it up for Danielle. Danielle, that was amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and expertise. Be sure to follow Danielle to learn more about how you can get grant funding for your business and all the other cool things she has going on. And once again, as I mentioned at the beginning, there is so much more to this episode than just talking about getting grant funding for your business. Follow Danielle's example and think of something that you are good at, familiar with, that you can leverage and use for an opportunity to help start and or grow your business. If you like today's episode, please share it with a friend. If you have yet to get our free video course, go to millionaireuniversity.com training. And as always, a rating and or review wherever you are listening now would be amazing coming up you will learn why i just bought a horse and how understanding roi can help you see opportunities that you probably would have missed otherwise you will also hear a live call i did with a guy named james who is currently making 18 dollars an hour has a baby on the way in six months and has to turn his life around before that time you'll hear us talk about different ways that he can 5x his income and dramatically change his life Also why I'm currently having my kids, my brother-in-law and everybody else I know listen to the 12 week year. In fact, we'll be bringing them on to talk about that book and lessons that they've learned and things that you can apply into your life and your business to help reach your goals and get the results you want, how to apply. Not only that, but we've got an e e-com masterclass coming up and also our podcast has been growing at an insane rate. We'll be talking about the how, the why, and why we are starting to monetize much sooner than thought and get sponsorships much sooner than thought. In fact, right after this, that's one of the main things that I'm gonna start looking into today, along with Tara. And in fact, you might even start hearing ads on this and all previous and upcoming episodes before this one even gets released. I've never been so excited about ads. Isn't this awesome? Yeah, buddy, Woohoo! Okay, well, that is all for today's episode. Get out there, take action where it counts. There is so much opportunity, so much money to be made, so many cool things to happen in this life. It's all yours for the taking. The only question is, what are you going to do with it? Because no one can or will do it for you. It's up to you. So get after it. Until next time, this is Justin Williams, your chief money-making officer, signing off.
1: Class dismissed.